Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast, Nanobot Watch, Coronavirus Edition. <laughs> I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. <laughs> How's your week been, Stephanie? Oh, it's fine. I'm now on vacation for five days, so that's nice. Oh, you decided to keep your vacay in place? Yeah, because, you know, Dragon Con's this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a sad day. It's very sad. I would be going there I tomorrow would, in the morning, probably. I think I had my room booked to fly out today, so yeah. I've been there tonight. So sad. Yep, I would have had my I had my room booked. I never booked a flight. Same. We just moved our reservation to next year. I just canceled mine in the hopes that maybe I can get a room in a hosting hotel next year. Good call. So we'll see. You should try now while no one's really trying. <laughs> I don't believe it's open for next year yet. I mean, we moved our reservation to next year. Yes, but you had to book your room oh, initially. I see. You can always try. You never know. Package time. Plus, uh, we have I don't a, think they allow. We have yeah. a, whatchamahoosit, grandfathered room or whatever. Like, we always have one in the same room every year now, so... Same hotel? Yep. Same room also. Not the, really? Yeah, it's the same room every year. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> sweet. I guess it makes it easier for people who have been drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they remember from the year prior somehow. I don't remember what our room number is, though. I'm sure Nick will tell me. I'm sure he will. <laughs> Four something, maybe. Do, any, do anything fun this week? Um, no, Brad, it's the coronavirus. How dare you? I got a house. That's fun. <laughs> you got... You, what? <laughs> yeah, I signed a lease for a house. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you bought a house. No, I'm not that cool <laughs> yet. Maybe next year, but... When, when do you guys move into it? Soon. Like, over the next month, we'll probably be moving. I'm trying to get out of here by nice. the end of September so I can sublet this apartment and i don't have to pay two rents any luck on the subleasers i have not tried yet because i'm gonna spend my two days off not at dragon con by cleaning my entire apartment so i can take pictures of it and try to find someone who wants to live here nice well congratulations thanks are you guys gonna move in at the same time or is he going to go in first and then you go in I think I'm going in first, and we're going to slowly move me out, and then slowly move him out, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll figure it out as it gets closer. We can get, I think we get the keys on September 15th, so that's the important part. And then we can decide from there how it goes. Whereabouts are you going to be? I'm not going to say on the podcast. <laughs> it's in the burbs, though, right? In the burbs, yes. Okay. I don't need stalkers. I don't know who listens to this. <laughs> well, after we're done recording, you can tell I'll me. tell you. I'll give you the address. I'm the most importunate stalker. <laughs> <laughs> but I will have my own office slash streaming slash podcast room. So nice. there you go. 
That'll work out well. Yeah. Make sure you get a lot of... Uh, if you're going to go... Well, you're probably going to end up going with Xfinity for internet. Yeah, we are. So if the house is big, you're probably going to want to pick up all of their... Uh, you can buy extenders. He's so he's dealing with all that. He's getting a fancy router. I don't know. I'm just along for the ride. So oh, okay. He's figuring all that well, out. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so... Yep. Sounds like fun. That's my only real excitement this week, but I guess that's a pretty large excitement. That is pretty large <laughs> and very exciting. I watched Tall Girl again on Netflix. What movie? Tall Girl. Tall Girl, okay. I'm a sucker for those romance comedies. <laughs> Alternately known as rom-coms. Sure. <laughs> I. That's what the kids are calling it these days, right? Yep. I watched, uh, there's a new documentary series on HBO called The Vow, Yeah, which um, is a very strange cult thing that's so specifically related to things that I care about that it's just weird. And also relates to our podcast today, because <laughs> we're talking about Battlestar Galactica, and uh, there are two people on this show that are in the cult. Really? Mm-hmm. Call your dad. You're in a cult. Because, uh, and also Smallville, because, like, Allison Mack from Smallville, she's, like, one of the main members of the cult. Oh, it's that cult? Yeah. Nixium. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, she... Are they still around? Uh, they're all getting, like, their indictments are all coming, or their whatever, decisions, whatever it's called, once they're in trial, is happening in, like, a few weeks, I think. But, yes. Allison Mack and... Keith Rainier are all in prison. And Allison Mack is married to Nikki Klein, who is Callie on Balsar Galactica. They got married in the cult. Really? Mm-hmm. And the reason... Wait, and Callie left Callie's the in the cult? Yeah. She left Not Battlestar Callie. Galactica so she could devote more time to the cult. <laughs> Not my Callie. I know. And Grace Park, well, who is Sharon, was also in the cult for a little while. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? It's it's seductive. Uh, what's the word? Seductress. <laughs> seducing. I don't know. Seducing. It's enticing. They were seduced. Yes, they were seduced <laughs> with promises of you know enlightenment and fixing their lives. Uh huh. Sure. I don't think their lives needed to be fixed, Stephanie. Uh, Smallville ran for how many seasons? Allison many. Mack was probably rolling in some dough. Uh, Battlestar Galactica probably paid really good because that miniseries was amazing and it spun off the most bestest show in the yeah, world. Yeah, however, well, Allison Mack seemed to be pretty brainwashed by the main guy because she was in like a weird master slave situation with him and branding people but that's a whole other yep. story and uh I'm, she was definitely drinking the kool-aid yeah hardcore <laughs> she was drinking the hard kool-aid wait i just it's kind of like a hard seltzer i was like i don't want to look at myself i just want to look at you it's <laughs> changing the oh. <laughs> the screen um, mine's always just you oh. i don't know why mine was both of us next to each other um but yeah, so I was, like, watching, at least Callie wasn't in this episode, but I was just like, oh, I feel so weird now watching <laughs> watching these people. And, like, I used to, <laughs> Allison Mackey's my favorite character on Smallville, 
Like, I used to get my hair cut right. like her in grade school. Right. Like, I was obsessed with her. I wanted to be a journalist like her. And, and Rory, you know, all those, you know, teen journalist girls. Yep. Anyway. So, we're talking about Battlestar Galactica. Yep. It is a... The, I didn't the realize... The edition? The, yeah, it's the cult <laughs> edition. I mean, Rosalind has her own little cult, I guess. Gaius does eventually, too. So, it's a culty show. Hey. You'd think that you know, Callie would have seen what was going on in the show and been like, hmm, wait a second, this feels familiar. Well, you know, they say all religions can be a cult, it's Stephanie. True, it's true. So, it's just, it's just a matter of perspective. Yeah. She was not indicted or arrested or anything. Callie? Callie. Okay. And Grace Park and Kristen Crook got out of it before they got in too deep, from what I've read. That's good. It's only, There's only been two episodes, and I'm just like, I need more. I mean, I know like a lot of stuff about it already, but I just like I want more. It's like very weird. I watched specific. the first episode. I watched the first episode of um, uh, something country. Love, I say love, Arkham. Lovecraft. Lovecraft country. Thank yes, you. Yes, I also watched I the first episode of that. I haven't seen the rest yet, though. Oh, because Arkham Horror is a Lovecraft, you know, Lovecraftian mm. board game. That's why I wanted to say Arkham. Yeah. Yep, Lovecraft Country. It's good so far. It's uh, it's weird. I've only watched the first episode. So. I noticed that um, there was a scene. They go to a bar, and I was like, "Oh, I know this bar. I went to this bar before. It's by my house." And the first episode, and then they're filming like everyone's dancing in the street. That's like a couple blocks over. <laughs> yep. I was like, "Hey." Well, it does take place in Chicago. There in the I know, but it was just funny because it's like <laughs> literally my street. It's like by Belmont, so I thought that was funny. Nice. So Battlestar Galactica. So yes. Um, I, or as I like to call it, Nanobot Watch. Yes. And I didn't realize that the last time we watched it, which was back in February, I believe, you know, before the end of the world. Um, right. And it, we were on a part, a two-parter. Had I known that, maybe I would have done both parts at the same time. But, you know, whatever. Here we are now. Hey. Part two. Just a short break in between. Episode called Home. Time. Two. The search for home one. Yep. Um, home home part do. <laughs> home redux. Home colon electric boogaloo. There you go. There you go. So uh, in the last episode, just a very quick recap, they're on this green planet called Kobol, and they're trying to find the tomb of Athena because Starbuck has the arrow of Apollo and they think that, that will help them find the way to Earth. And mm-hmm. while they were wandering through the woods, they stepped on a mine and the prophet lady blew up. Yep. <laughs> it's normally what happens when you step on a mine. Yep. They tend to do things to you that aren't good. Yep. So when we rejoin our heroes, <laughs> they're in the woods still <laughs> being sad about that <laughs> when we rejoin when we rejoin our heroes our heroes being uh, starbuck Rosalind, hilo sharon um apollo apollo uh tom zero apollo zero tom apollo zero tom zarek and uh dexter's dad <laughs> yes i was gonna make a comment about that because of the black coat's daughter <laughs> Just because of Dexter's dad. Oh, okay. Just, I was going to make some Dexter's dad comment. And there's one other dude that is nameless. Oh, 
random extra. The bald guy. God, I don't even remember. Yep. Yeah, random dude. Number five. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're still searching and searching. And meanwhile, um, everyone on Galactica, well, Adama, blanking on everyone's names, Adama, Saul, and Gaeta are all trying to figure out what they're going to do. They're going to go down and, and Chief, I think also, are going to go down and find them to try to bring them home because they think they're doing some cockamamie thing. Right, because they said, it wasn't the uh, previous episode was Adama saying, I'm going to get our family back together. Yes. Right? That's how it yes. ended. So he's going to go find all of them because like half of his family is down there. His literal and figurative family. Well, then it would be two thirds or three quarters of his family if you oh include Rosalind. Okay. I'm just saying. I don't think Gaeta is a part of his no, family. No, I meant Apollo, Starbuck, and Rosalind. Yeah. Maybe Saul is a part of his family. Three-fifths. Sorry, I need to turn my iPad's you, making You don't noises. look amused. No, I don't. <laughs> what a shock. I'm just happy I can bring the same eye-rolling content for you from, from a far distance over the internet that I normally do in person. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Adam was talking about how Rosalind believe, like Rosalind says that you know she's going to be led to such and such place, and and Saul's like scoffing, and she's he's like no, like she legit has visions, or like she believes she has visions and sees things, so we're going to have to go with what she's thinking because everyone's going to follow her anyway. Right. So everybody was scoffing, by the yes. way. Yes, Gata was laughing. That's true. Gata was laughing, but Saul and he's like was very much no. Like, oh. She has visions. <laughs> she sees things. <laughs> he misses his like, lady, I think, so he's going to protect her. The lawn gnomes come to life and they prune the rose garden for her. Oh my god, that happens in The Sims 4. It's terrifying. Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, have. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't mean, I didn't bring back to bring trauma for you. I, I mean... PTSD to- <laughs> from the Harvest Festival in The Sims 4. <laughs> I didn't know gnomes were a trigger warning. <laughs> I mean, I have gnomes on my Animal Crossing island. Sometimes I walk by them and I'm like, oh, are you going to move? Because in The Sims 4, there, I have the seasons edition. So there's like different celebrations, like d- depending on the season. And the fall one is the Harvest Festival. And there's like four mm-hmm. gnomes that just like move around your house randomly throughout the day. You have to like give them offerings or else they like cause mischief in your house. And it's very oh, no. creepy the first time it happens. It like scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, because they make like, a scary noise. Anyway, yes, gnomes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, we'll get off that. So, uh, meanwhile, Gaius is having another yet an, yet another existential crisis, as he does. <laughs> well, you know, with those nanobots coursing through his bloodstream, it's uh, only fair that he'd have problems. <laughs> yes, the nanobots. Uh huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they help prove my theory this episode, like big time. <sighs> no. <laughs> so after he's very uh, dismissive of his visions, uh, his head sixes comments about a baby, and it may not be, it's, it might not be her baby, but there's a baby that's going to be significant. 
he's naked had sex by yeah the she way. was sitting in a chair naked and then she seemed to get fed up with him and then just decided to convince him that he was crazy <laughs> yep she's back she's like in normal clothes like hoodie t-shirt sweatpants her hair's in a ponytail which was very bizarre <laughs> why just she hasn't had a she just doesn't do her hair like that really that's true it's always well, it's always the big she, poofy curls or like it's an updo or something i always i also felt like her character had a huge personality change as well yeah she was being a little troll well she was trolling like maybe trolling maybe we we're getting to see an insight into the actress's real life it was just like a normal person you know like yeah she was having a good time with it i think i also yeah. was like so mesmerized by how tall she is when she was like she was just sitting there on the chair like with her legs across the bed and i was like she is so tall <laughs> like her mm-hmm. legs are so long and she was just completely clothed at the same time but i was still mesmerized she's yeah. also very tall in real life because at dragon con one year i met her with nick yeah you actually met it her. Was how much taller than you is she i think she's a, she's got a good five or six inches on me okay so you you literally look up to yes. her yes and Nick was like shaking because he loves her so much, and he was very intimidated. It was adorable. I I would have I would have done an about face and walked away because <laughs> that's how I roll. Uh huh. Someday you'll meet Shay. I'll make you. Shay, I I I would do the same for six. <laughs> I'm just saying. So she can. Who else? I would also do the same for River. Summer Glow. She's so sweet and cute. Summer Glow. Yep. She's like seemed shyer than we were to meet her, honestly. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I would be embarrassed to meet them or if it's like I want to protect what I think they're like. Because honestly, you watch actors in movies and you sort of build your own belief of what type of person they are Mm -hmm. unless you've seen them in tons of like uh interviews like for instance uh uh, fonda fonda jane fonda's daughter what's her name no clue i can't remember her name but anyway i saw her on several talk shows she's deep into uh three stooges she's kind of nerdy it was awesome like i like i like her as a character but i think i like her personality more so her Mm -hmm. i'd have no problem wanting to meet but these other people i really don't know at all gotcha mm-hmm. well so head six teases gaius enough and tells him that you know why would you know any of this information you're just making it all up in your head obviously like you're a crazy person you should go get your head examined so then he literally goes to get his head examined <laughs> well stephanie you always take a dare it's true and she dared him. <laughs> dared him to get a, a CAT scan. Yep. So I'm just going to go through this because, oh, wait. Well, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Bleep, bloop. Can we, can, in that whole scene where she was mocking him, can I point out one thing I noticed? Because I did watch this a second time just before telling you I was ready so I could gleam mm. on to any little tiny details mm. since I'm detail man. Yes. So what would support the nanobot theory is the fact that she's sitting in a chair with, you know, straddling it backwards initially, mm-hmm. you know, to hide the majority of her nakedness. But when she's clothed, she's turned around, turned this, the chair around mm-hmm. so that she can sit on it and put her feet on the bed. Now, 
If it was a nanobot situation, you could say that they're able to leave through the pores and alter things in the room. However, when she's mocking him around the bed, mm-hmm. he walks right into the spot where that chair was, so that chair in itself was a vision. Because it mm. wasn't there. Pretty good, huh? That just supports the fact that she's a vision still. I'm just saying. No, because <laughs> later. Well, we'll get, you know, she's up. Because there's always the possibility that she's a chip in his brain. She even points it out. She's is, like, I'm not some chip in your brain, buddy. I know. Which is why it's proving more that it's nanobots. But wouldn't nanobots be something in his brain? He got his head examined be, and there was nothing there. They'd be in his, they'd be in his bloodstream and they're they're tinier <laughs> than your blood cells. Okay. And this ain't this ancient scanning software they were using to look at his brain <laughs> wouldn't see them. You never know. No, I know. Okay. It looked so like a, anyway, looked like a normal cat uh, scan. What? Sorry, you're you're like glitching slightly scan. on your camera. You kind of keep cutting it in and out, so. Oh, we're both glitching. It, yeah. Like, did did you catch it the second time? No, because I was... It looked like a normal CAT scan. Oh. Yeah, when he's trying to get a CAT scan, she's trying to touch his junk and make him all nervous. <laughs> so he bonks his head on the <laughs> on the machine, and Doc yep. Hoddle's getting more and more annoyed with him. And, yep. then he's, and then she starts teasing him more and more about how... Um, God, what was she saying? Just silly things about... Yeah, God's talking yeah, to you. And you're blah, so blah, 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 special. Blah, blah, blah. God is, sh- yeah, God's signaling you out out of everyone in the universe. <laughs> then, yeah, he's like, shut up. <laughs> yep. And then Doc Cottle says, can you stop acting crazy in there? <laughs> and then we get to see crazy eye Gaius Baltar say, I'm not crazy. Uh-huh. And then his scan is complete and he's fine. And Doc Cottle's just like, can't believe I got a friggin' hypochondriac on this ship. <laughs> Did you see the bird in the room? No. When Doc Cottle was saying nothing and nothing and nothing and nothing, so therefore there's nothing. And then Gaius Baltar adjusted his glasses with his middle finger. <laughs> well, he's British. It doesn't mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to point that out, and he can't be British. They are from Caprica, and oh there is no God. Britain in Caprica. Then it doesn't work either way, because I don't think anyone flips the bird for real in the show. <laughs> I adjust it with my middle finger all the time, because it's a longer finger, and it just goes up faster, as I'm demonstrating. Yeah, but he had his index finger down, and he did it with the, <laughs> only the one finger. <laughs> I doubt it was intentional. Maybe maybe uh, it's an Easter egg for all of us nerds. <laughs> uh, back on Kobol, uh, everyone's camped out, and then they hear some twigs cracking, and then everyone points their guns, and oh, it's Adama! Yay! He has appeared. He has appeared. And they now know he didn't die. Oh yeah, that's right. They thought he was dead after he got shot by a Boomer. Or maybe possibly still in a coma. Yeah. Because when they left... Starbuck had no idea, yeah. Well, she knew that he was right. in a coma. She didn't know what else happened. Um, she knew he was shot because when Sharon showed up, uh, Apollo made it very clear that the other Sharon had yeah. put two bullets in the old man. Yes, for sure. And so he gets a 
big hug from Apollo and Starbuck, and then he sees Sharon, and he has his own little war flashbacks about getting uh, shot, and then shot. her being killed, and Boomer being killed, that is, and then, you know, talking to her dead body, asking why, and then he starts, and then he just lunges at her and tackles Sharon to the ground and tries to choke her, and then everyone pulls him off of Sharon, and then she's like, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Did, is that what yeah. she said? I thought she said, you didn't ask why. I thought she said, that's why. Hmm. Later, when we give our email address, <laughs> if you know the answer, you'll have to It's so much us. harder to watch on Plex because there's no subtitles. You can choose one of the open ones. It's Doing the subtitles is hard. Yeah. Plex is weird about the file format. Yeah, that's why I don't do it, because it's weird looking on Plex, but... It's making it very. It's making it a lot harder to watch it because I watch everything with subtitles, and I had to like blast my TV because some things were so quiet. <laughs> and I was like, "What? What did you say, guys? Why are you mumbling?" I'm so it's not your fault. It's Amazon there Prime's fault for taking it off. Use any of the open uh, subtitles. You can choose. There's a bunch of open source ones, and it pulls it right from the internet. Oh. Sometimes they're a little lag. Gotcha. They might not be perfect, but you can try different ones to get as close as possible. Okay, I will try next time. And why did they pull it from Prime? I don't know, probably just like Didn't, the license. Uh, it's still on there to buy. It's just not free anymore. Yeah, did... did uh, what, what, what station was... Sci-fi. That on... Well, they don't have a streaming service. No, I think they just pulled it, and now they have it on their website for free and not on anything else for free. So maybe they just want traffic on their own site. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I think it might be because um, it's probably a combination because I know that the, some of the Battlestar Galactica cast, like Trisha Helfer and stuff, they do their own show like we do about it. <laughs> they do their mm-hmm. own podcast, like right. episode stuff. So maybe, and it's by, like it's, produced by sci-fi so it must maybe it's like a combo thing where it's like watch the episode and then listen to the podcast and maybe that's a good point who knows either way it's annoying (laughs) it was so much easier to watch on prime (laughs) especially after my technical difficulties earlier but it's all good (laughs) that's the ps falls yeah fault yep um so everyone seems to have reconciled after that whatever and then they, uh, Rosalind and Adama have a little heart to heart, and he tells her that he forgives her because you know mutiny <laughs> and stealing her his son for the mutiny. Mm-hmm. And right. she says, "I wasn't asking you for forgiveness, but I appreciate it, or I'll take it." Um, mm-hmm. It was cute. It was just nice to see them together and smiling again. I was like, "Oh, babies, <laughs> mom and dad are back together." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mom and Dad. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I forgot Chief is there also. <laughs> Chief is there. And he's all... Sh- you didn't. You mentioned a bird. Yeah, and he's all shocked to see Sharon because that's awkward. But she gives him a hug. And she's like, it wasn't me or it's that I'm a different one. I have all the memories, but I'm a different one. <laughs> right. We've never met, but I know yeah. you was the line. Yes. Uh, and then when she was hugging him, she was holding the barrel of his gun. I just thought that was weird. Maybe it felt more comfortable because he was ha- he did have a, a rifle. Yeah, she probably didn't want back, him to grab so. it, <laughs> shoot her in the <laughs> tummy or something. 
He would never do that. And it really makes you believe that Adama is also a prophet because he told Chief he would see her again. Hmm. Maybe. You mean because <laughs> she's a Cylon? <laughs> yeah, he said, well, he said there's many co- It was in the little open. There's many copies. You'll see her again. I, yeah. I guess. Oh, that's true. Count on it being so soon. True, true. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so then there's also some, like, weird background stuff going on with Tom Zarek and Dexter's dad, and they're trying to mutiny the little group, and I don't well, really know. They want to kill Apollo. That's been, that's been the plan yeah, since the episode before. That's true, that's true. They want to kill Apollo. Take away Ro- Rosalind's puppet, and then, and then take control of the colony. Yeah, that's right. It's been so long. I forget what their so plan, the plan was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was just that he was going to die on the planet and they were going to blame it on silence. Yeah. But now they got but a now, lot of people. so And they were going to try to get Sharon to yeah, die. Yeah, they're trying to recruit Sharon and um, she seemed like she was potentially on board with it from her body mm-hmm. language. And she talked to Hilo and she seemed really upset about Adama being there and like what that meant for everyone. And um, she asked him like, She's like, I gotta fix things. She's like, Do you trust me? And he was like, I do, but like, what are you gonna do? Like, I don't understand. And she's like, Do you trust me? And he's like, Okay, yeah. And then they're walking and walking and walking, and then all of a sudden, she takes the gun, at, or I can't remember the sequence of who she, who's pointing at who, but Dexter's dad is pointing at apollo or he like grabs apollo and holds him and she's ready to she looks like she's gonna shoot apollo but then at the left no she was she was going to shoot adama the old man yeah and he was going to shoot apollo right okay and then she changed at the last second and shot dexter's dad instead and then and then one of the other and then was it chief apollo i think apollo Apollo. shot random bald man number five and (laughs) yeah the red shirt yes in Star Trek terms. Yes. Star Trek? Uh, yep. Yep. That, that, you know, that show that you butcher the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, everything's all good now, I guess. They killed the, the coup man. <laughs> the yep. one that was trying to kill Apollo and ruin everything. And then they, and Tom Zarek is, seems to be on Team Roslyn again. Well, yeah, when Adama shows up, he's to- he had told him it's all over. Forget about yeah. it. Um, also, Sharon ended that whole thing with a little speech about, uh, I want you to know that I'm not uh, a copy in wait to be activated. I'm who I am. I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I make my own choices. And I need you to know that this is my choice and nobody else's choice. And then she does the classic flip the gun around by letting go of the handle so that the handle's facing yep. uh, Adama so he can take it. Yep. Just to prove her loyalty and, then, and he can trust her. Then they investigate the gun and said, this isn't a military issue. Whose is it? And she's like, it's his. The guy that she had shot. Yeah. Otherwise known as Dexter's mm-hmm. dad. Unfortunately taken from us too late because he had already taught Dexter how to murder people. <laughs> Yep. And not get caught. Yep. So they continue on and um, they find what looks like a cave kind of thing, but it has a big wall in the way. And they're trying, and Starbuck has her arrow and she's trying to look for like a keyhole to put in the, to put in a hole somewhere (laughs) to put the arrow in. She's like, 
the mm-hmm. tube, you know, the arrow unlocks the tomb of Athena. So where's a way to get in here? But the boys kind of push on the wall and it opens. And she's like, well, I don't even know if this is the right place then because the arrow didn't do anything. But regardless, um, she, Apollo, Rosalind, and Adama go inside and everyone else has to wait outside. And they go in and they see a bunch of, it looks very much like a tomb. The rest of them stay outside under the watchful eye and guard of Chief. Yes. So they see a bunch of statues, like, broken and looks very much very tomb-like and they'd recognize them as you know statues of the colonies like Virgon and um caprica and pycon and you know geminon etc and right. they spot the sagittaron one and he has a you know quiver and adama says mm, looks like he's missing something so Starbuck goes over to the statue and she carefully puts the arrow where, you know, you know, the arrow would be in his quiver or in his little, whatchamacallit, hand, yeah. his hand. Yeah. And then it slides in instantly. The door slams shut behind them. And then suddenly they are on a, gr- on a grassy field <laughs> surrounded by rocks and sky. Yep. And, and it's night. Yep. And yeah. they look all around and Rosalind recognizes the the these rocks have like constellation designs on them and and in the sky are matching constellations and she says these are the original names like Sagittarius, Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, the one, you know, Taurus, what we know, what we know them to be. Right. I was partial to Libra myself. <laughs> I'm partial to Capricorn, so you know. <laughs> um she also I wonder if they cancer. I was thinking what she also said cancer yes she did well she has cancer unfortunately which is very i was sad. told that when you use the word cancer you're supposed to whisper it otherwise other people might catch cancer oh geez i was wondering while watching this no, if nothing? they have their own um if they have their own no giggle laughs no i'm not really in a cancer's funny mood after what's going on with chadwick so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. God, another trigger warning. How dare I? So, I, I was wondering, like, if they have their because they're so you know driven by these different you know horoscope thingies. If they have their own horoscopes, or if that's something they do at all, you know, if they care about astrology in this world. I don't know. You know what I wondered? Hmm? Just just a thought, because they're so obsessed with it all, so. Yeah, well, I wondered this. They, Since all the original 13 count, are there 13 signs? 13, yes. There's only 12. There There's are? 12, but then the 13th so, is Earth. Okay, so the original uh, colony, the original 12 colonies were all named after the signs or the the uh, not the signs but the constellations uh, constellations that you see from earth so did they leave earth go elsewhere and now they're just trying to get back to earth that's the entire point of the show i thought the 13th colony left the 12 colonies to go find earth but now that the constellations are involved it kind of feels like they left earth mm-hmm. 
colonated other places, and now they're trying to go back to Earth. <clears throat> what has happened before will happen 12, again. Or is it the twelve colonies left Earth, and now they're trying to, and the thirteenth never did? I can't answer this for you because it's the finale of the whole series. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> been a while because i could well, answer I, I it for we'll you but i'm not going to <laughs> okay well let's continue with this but they then. so starbuck realizes as you said as she's standing there looking up at these 12 constellations that they've been teleported to earth basically in this room right so they know that if they are standing up here and they can see something that's like they know of it'll help guide them to earth and then i can't remember apollo sees something that he recognizes in Sagittarius or something. Yeah, it was a nebula. That's right. So it's like they have to. That they knew the name. They can of. find the nebula. It'll help them get closer to Earth that way. So that's the plan. Correct. And they get back. They all. They actually. They actually know where that nebula yes, is. Yes. So they're going there. So they. So they have a direction. Mm-hmm. And then once they're around that area i suppose you can start finding this the constellations and i don't think they were transported to earth i know they kept saying that but it was the stones Stone i mean they won't they weren't literally stones. transported there i meant like it was like a vision that they were all having right but you only saw the 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 constellations it was like a it was like a map room yeah i would say but they were looking because up from their vision earth Right, but there were no other stars in the sky. I know. Is my point. Oh, okay. But I'm saying, like, where they were standing was their Earth. Yes. So. Okay, I get it. Um, So, they all go back to the Galactica, and they put Sharon in a cell, because, you know, she's still a Cylon, so I can't totally trust her. And she mentions something about... Oh, I forgot also that she is... She knows that her baby is a girl also. She just she oh, just yeah. knows it. And she says something about the baby and Gaius overhears while he's looking in on her from outside the cell and then head six reappears and she's like, see a baby. <laughs> I didn't say it was going to be ours, but look, it's a baby. <laughs> Back to her normal curly yeah. hair down look in the red in dress. In her red dress, yes. She was just trolling him the whole time. Yep. So... Uh, that's all, I believe. Right? Then at the very end, uh, Adama introduces Rosalind. Oh, I forgot, yeah, the big end thing. Yeah, they're all, everyone in the Galactica is, like, in their big hangar, I believe. Or, I think it's the hangar, I assume so. It's the only, it's the only big space big enough for all those people to fit in. And he, and he does his little speech about, we're all together, we're gonna go find Earth. President Roslin is now the president again, and then he starts doing his very slow, slow clap. clap. <laughs> because they didn't clap vigorously enough when he announced yeah. stuff. Right? So it's a very, very, very slow clap that just builds up into the woo! A very slow, scaldy looking clap. <laughs> yeah. But then... He was upset with all his children. <laughs> yeah, he was grumpy looking. <laughs> but then once everyone was clapping and cheering, I was get a little misty because it's like oh everyone's back together and there's no more mutiny and everyone can stop fighting so much and Rosalind was touched yeah she was at her podium like oh they like me still that's nice 
you guys really like me. It was weird because she was wearing a green mask and accepting an Oscar. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe it was a night mask for her pores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steph is shaking her head in disbelief. <laughs> All right. She's probably perplexed by how I got the mask into this episode. Yeah, I don't Star even. Galactica. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the end of that episode. Now yep. I have a shitload of fun facts. Yeah. Where do you get your fun facts from for Battlestar Galactica? The Battlestar Wiki. Okay. And IMDb. I didn't know if they had a cool, like, hive no. website or not. Okay. Just the wiki. Um, the population is 47,855 at the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. A loss of three since part one. Two were seen on screen in the last episode. Um... And then at the episode's end, the count is 47,853 with the death of Bald Guy and and uh, Dexter's, Dexter's dad. dad. Yeah. Yep. So if the map displayed in the Tomb of Athena is from the perspective of an Earthbound viewer, the Lagoon Nebula should be in Sagittarius, not Scorpio. This error has been acknowledged by the producers. Another error is that Libra appears between Leo and Virgo in the sky, when the correct order is actually Leo, Virgo, Virgo, Libra. Wow. (laughs) Real sticklers they are. (laughs) That should have been something I brought up because I'm supposed to be Mr. Technical. Uh Also... (laughs) Now we all know I don't do horoscopes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Another another goof from the episode is that um, there are two plastic water bottles on the floor next to Baltar's cell, <laughs> or in Baltar's cell. <laughs> okay. So why is that a goof? You know, because probably Trisha Helfer was drinking one of them. <laughs> oh, okay. When there should only be yeah, one for Baltar, yeah. Hey, there was a fake chair. Why can't there be a fake water bottle? True. True. Good point. Huh? Good point. Yeah, they were chilling, drinking together, and then she went and disrobed <laughs> and left her head bottle next to his real bottle. And, you know, just, there you go. Easily explained away. Just like the chair. Mm-hmm. Shooting for part two proceeded slowly because of the large number of exterior shots and the size of the cast in those shots. The writers compensated by putting the actors in pairs or small groups where possible so the director would only need a few of them at a time. Nonetheless, um, it was called the most difficult episode in the series up to that point to produce with the possible exception of the first season finale. Hmm. Because of outdoor shots? I guess so. Exterior shots. The woods, maybe it's hard. I have no idea. All the different locations. Like the weird tomb area and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. And Stonehenge. Yeah. Uh, The writers had considered having Head Six tell Balter he's crazy during the first season, but never managed to fit it into any of those episodes. Since they split home into two parts, um, it's created the space they needed to incorporate that idea. They considered having Baltar visit Sharon in her cell and replace Six with a vision of Sharon in the episode also. Uh... Adama and Billy's skin ripples as their raptor enters the cobalt atmosphere 
they had seen this effect, or the producers had seen this effect in the bleh, in the film Moonraker and wanted it in the episode. The effect was achieved with an air blaster the same way as in Moonraker, despite some danger for the actors. <laughs> Yikes. What, getting... They could have just used a leaf blower, but... <laughs> Apparently not. they used an air blaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were taking serious G's, Stephanie. Uh-huh. My only problem with that was Adama's face was blowing back at him, and what's what's the oh, the assistant's name? I want to say Jimmy. Billy, as I just said. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just. I'm, 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 not j- here, I'm just apparently. teasing you. Billy's face was also blowing in his face, but they are clearly sitting across from each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so either they were going sideways. <laughs> to slow down the ship or it's just a little goofy. Yeah. So the group enters the tomb cave by pushing a boulder out of the way, but only after Starbuck tries and fails to open the cave by waving the arrow around. The producers felt that the finished episode did not convey Starbuck's initial disappointment ever having gone through so much to bring the arrow from Caprica. True. True. <laughs> she is kind of like, eh, it doesn't work. This is dumb. Blah. <laughs> yeah well you know <laughs> they did have that little line in there that i thought we were in athena's mm-hmm. tomb i think we were in athena's waiting room oh the, i think they said the lobby yeah <laughs> the lobby yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the writers went through several versions of what the party would learn in the tomb first they thought that the arrow itself could be a map to earth but they dismissed that because it didn't mandate a journey to kobol then they considered having the party's investigation interrupted by a Cylon attack that would prevent them from learning Earth's exact location. And this was abandoned because it seemed unnecessary and because the visual effects would have been too expensive. Oh. And it would have wrecked the whole show. Yep. Then they would have just had to happen upon Earth if they were ever to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. The Battlestar Wiki has so many things. It's so full of information. It has, like, questions if you want to, like, uh, uh, like, have a quiz about it. <laughs> oh, okay. That seems unnecessary. What are Tom Zarek's true motivations? <laughs> How do Adama and the others president. return from the map of Earth? That's a good point. <laughs> I guess they just took um, the arrow out or just went away. I don't know. Maybe after a brief period, the charge that was holding the arrow in place dissipates, the arrow falls off, and then they're no longer in their dreamscape, mm. Athena's tomb. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Or maybe Kara just reaches until she feels something in her hand, because they're obviously in a hologram, <laughs> and then pulls it away. <laughs> it's amazing nobody tripped over one of those broken statues whilst in the hologram. Could you imagine tripping over something you can't see? Yeah, that would be rough. So rough. I think that's all I got. Unless you want me to ask more dumb questions. (laughs) Well, you know, it was fun. I got to answer some Mm -hmm. of them. Give me one more dumb question. Questions. I don't want to make you go into your nanobot rant. (laughs) Wow. Would one of them achieve that? Yeah. Just who or what is the copy of number six that Baltar sees all the time? 
Is she truly it's some form of supernatural force? <laughs> God damn it. No, she's nanobots. 100% nanobots. You know why she's nanobots? Because all they did was a CAT scan. And a CAT scan can't see the nanobots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a doctor... Well, first, double count. Hold on. If all of oh. them know where the Tomb of Athena is, as Sharon claims, why don't they use this knowledge to get to Earth themselves? Is it, They just don't have the thingy. The arrow. They probably don't know about the yeah. arrow. Or, because they believe in their one god and don't worship false idols, they would never consider going there because it would be like worshipping a false idol. How's that? True. Huh? True. Brain blow up on that one? Wow, good job. Way to go. Thank you. You know I try. <laughs> Double count two. Sharon and six. Yeah, I guess we could maybe say three. We did see Boomer's dead body a few times, but... But that was in flashbacks. It's true. Oh, but that was in flashbacks. Three. I'll give you that. She also We also saw her shoot that- Adama again. Yeah, but that's the same one. I know, I'm just saying, it was a flashback. I'm just re-emphasizing your point okay, that right. it was a flashback. Alright, three. Yep. Okay. Potentially so, more, we don't know. If you're a doctor, and you can confirm, or you don't even have to be a doctor, you could just be a CT scan uh, operator, tech, <laughs> whatever you are, and you know whether or not nanobots would be visible on a CT scan, which it appears to be what they had done, to Gaius Baltar because it was just showing little it was a bunch of photos of the different sections of his brain then uh, you should email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com and fill us in on that as soon as I confirm with Stephanie what the <laughs> password is for Twitter you can get uh, <laughs> updates on new episodes on Twitter at cdoublepod you can also um, you know, reach out to us at cdoublepod we just don't post a lot of cool stuff there anymore, apparently. I mean, you can if you want. I just have too many things to update. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's a lot. I don't know if I have... I don't remember if I'm still logged into it or not. I know this much. When I want to try to do the link, uh, apparently I never saved it in my password manager, so I'm not quite mm. sure what it is. So I'm my, I have it like in my later. phone, but yeah. You can follow Steph at her socials at Steph plus verb. That's all of them. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. If there's another one that exists that I'm missing. Yeah. There is. I'm just, Which oh, YouTube it? maybe? Yeah. YouTube. There you go. You can follow me at Twitter at Brad Barth. No reason to go to my Instagram. <laughs> it's a dead zone. But it's at Bradford Barth, just in case I one day decide to do something spectacular. And I guess until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. The nanobot searching oh person. Oh my god. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>